This edition of Prep Life Retail Week is brought to you by Winfield United. Hello, welcome to another edition of Prep Life Retail Week. I'm Eric Sologoy, editor of Prep Life and Prep Life Iron Magazines. Here again with Laura Sawinski. Laura, how are you doing there in Texas today? Fine, thank you. How are you? Very good. Um, per the weather that we usually discuss, I know here in Ohio it's in the low 80s today, so it's probably something that you're used to in Texas, so I don't know, mid-January? but <laughs> Well, not this past year. It's been a uh, long, cold winter, you know, down in the 50s, so <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for, you know, I think we'll probably have a sim- similar wet weather um, these next few days. Uh, I think upper 70s here and nice spring day. It's nice to be in an area of the country that has um, legitimate four four seasons, so I'm enjoying the yeah. springtime and bud break and all the nice uh, trees and blooms. So yeah, good good day to be alive and and recording retail week. <laughs> and again, as you as you know, having originated in Ohio, here in Ohio we have four seasons. Of course, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter, and we have road construction. <laughs> Indeed, you know the same thing out here. So I, I will say there, there's much more in common than I had pre previously. So how's <laughs> right, <I> good <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. So very good. So listen, hey, just before we get too far into the video, I know that you had teased last week, of course, uh, from one of your visits recently. Uh, that we had a, a little video to share with our viewers. So if you could remind everyone, you may not have been here last week, what, who you visited and what exactly we're going to be talking about and then seeing with our own eyes. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are, Eric and I, are on a tour, if you will, of the United States ad retailers across America's uh, celebration for the CropLife 140th anniversary and one of my recent visits was with G.S. Long out of Yakima, Washington, and they were kind enough to send over some videos of their beneficial insect uh, release, and um, this is done with a drone. So um, let's take a look at the video, and then I'll uh, share a couple items related to this program. So here it is. So that was a drone delivery of beneficial insects in an apple orchard. Um, it's really exciting. I mean, this is a fairly new pro- program um, that uh, the ad community is experimenting with. And um, some of the the challenges, if you will, or at least the um, complexities of a, um, a program such as this for one thing, it is definitely part of a larger integrated pest management pro- program. So, um, you know, in doing re- research and after I saw the videos and um, was doing some re- reading on my own, um, some of the things that need to be worked out, you know, working out the bugs, if you will, the rec- recommended rates of the beneficial insect release, um, the sizes of the insects, time of day, weather, uh, you also need to have food in the orchard or the field for those insects, or as one entomologist said, um, or otherwise they'll just simply leave and go to the next next one over for you know that that drive-in meal. So um, it, it's really kind kind of cool. So hope you guys in, enjoy it, and um, uh, thanks again to um, the folks over at G, GS Long for sharing that. 
And just to remind everybody, these were sterile coddling moths, I believe you said, were being released, correct? That was one of the um, things that they've experimented with. Yeah, I think they've been doing actually since um, I looked online, there were a couple of things that they've been experimenting with since uh, 2021. So they've done a couple of things and uh, they sent over videos from the apple orchard, which is the one that we shared, um, hops, and I forget the, the third one. But so they've they've been trying trying this out, but um, so far, you know, much success. Just um, trying to find fine tune fine tune things, if you will. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so everybody enjoyed that video. So, hey, we got a couple other things to share. Uh, I guess this is on the front of. Uh, well, in the international world, and, uh, and also it has to do with grain. So where do you want to go first, Miss Lower? I'll let you pick. You want to go to Mexico or you want to go to China? <laughs> wow. Um, well, I think I've got the outfit for either one, so I'll let you. <laughs> got my bags packed. Why don't, why don't, why don't you, uh, no, it's chef's, chef's choice. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go with one that's a, 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 an interesting one, just because I I ran across this item, and we'll go we'll go east first. So we'll head into China. Um, right. As you know, of course, China is a big importer of a lot of agricultural products around the world, corn and soybean. But uh, lo and behold, I ran across this, a USDA report that says that China has now become the world's largest importer of wheat, of all things. Um, according to their statistics, there's going to be 12 million tons of wheat imported into China in 2023, which is going to be the highest number the country has imported since 1996. So wow. again, it's been a little while since China has been the, the world's major importer of wheat. I guess what's spurring this, uh, Laura, is that uh, wheat prices on the international front are a little lower than things like corn and a lot of mills in China that normally had been using corn for processing are now switching over to wheat and uh, again to find a little more economical to do so. So that's uh, that was kind of interesting run across that. I did never would have guessed China would be the biggest for wheat, but they will be this year. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, on my side, um, as far as a news contribution, we've been talking, of course, in recent months about the ongoing negotiations. Um, contract negotiations between the Pacific uh, Maritime, uh, the West Coast water, water, Waterfront employers, as well as the ILWU, the Long Longshoremen. Um, contract expired last July 1st, and while they got an early start on negotiations um, last May, thus far nothing um, really tangible in terms of forward movement getting closer. In fact. Um, unfortunately, on the evening of April 6th, which was a Thursday, um, Longshoremen didn't show up for the shift. Uh, Ports of LA Long Beach had to shut down. Uh, they stayed out um, during the day on Friday, April 7th, and then returned back on uh, the evening of the 7th. Um, one of the news reports that I ran across from uh, Peter Fried Friedman, who heads up the Agriculture Transportation Co coalition, the ADTC, um, uh, agriculture exporters. Um, he, uh, there was one in particular that had, uh, was hoping to get a uh, product on for an out outbound voyage. Ports were closed down, uh, lost 
20,000 uh, 20, um, just, you know, in, uh, as far as the sale, um, the transportation costs, et cetera. So again, um, you know, compounded with the fact that I think we've been talking about every month that goes by without a contract, more cargo is being diverted, some of it in a permanent manner to East and Gulf Coast uh, ports. So uh, not look looking good. In fact, even the numbers as far as the volume and, um, you know, just the, the trend, I mean, uh, over the last year, the amount of freight going through LA Long Beach, now, now that things, you know, trying to strip out, of course, the COVID uh, disruption to what would be otherwise normal trade flows, um, certainly a decline. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll keep you posted, but that, that, that thus far, everyone's like, you know, things have been subtle. There's been a lot of, you know, jogging and saber rattling and all that, as, as they oftentimes describe it. But this was, this was a more of a definite, not a good sign. So we'll see. All right. Well, um, well, on the other half or the other uh, part of this little break from our sponsor will be. Since you mentioned saber rattling, we'll go into that a little more in detail, so. Change your tune when it comes to crop protection. Help ensure performance with adjuvants from a leading name in the industry, Winfield United. Don't miss a beat this season. Hit up your Winfield United retailer to hear more. So, as we were saying just before that little pause, the uh, saber rattling going on. We've been talking a lot about uh, what's been going on saber rattling wise between the United States and our friends south of the border in Mexico regarding uh, biotech corn importation into that country. Uh, of course, Mexico has banned the use of uh, GM corn in uh, within its borders, and the United States saying that based on the uh, United States-Mexico-Canada trade agreement, that they can't do that. So um, we had mentioned in an earlier video that April 7th was the last day that negotiations could have gone on. We are past that date now, and it looks like uh, we're going to be going into the formal protest uh, phase of this saber-rattling, and the United States will be formally saying, no, 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 Mexico, you need to, you need to adhere to the trade agreement. So, um, but the bad news, Laura, and I'm bringing this up is folks are saying that this appeal process could take 155 days from the date it is filed before there's some type of resolution, which you do a quick look at the calendar puts us well into late December or early January of 2024 before any type of a, a verdict is going to be rendered. So um, I know we were hopeful that maybe by the time fall rolled around and harvest rolled around, this might be settled, but it's sounding more and more like this, uh, this dispute between the two countries will be ongoing for at least the rest of this year. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I, it, yeah. I mean, there's always a chance that it could be resolved, uh, sooner but like you said the fact that it's even moved into a formal protest stage now um doesn't necessarily you know bode well but we'll see we'll see yeah, no we, we, we will have to see and and again i mean what this will do to commodity prices uh, again that's these these are all questions that we'll be following in future videos things are known to all of us 
Well, Miss Laura, time for your favorite segment of the show. Time for fun with numbers. All right. Well, let me get a fresh piece of paper because I have to yeah. uh, <laughs> get that on the winning track because. <laughs> got to take some notes here. All right. All righty. Okay. What do you got? Well, the number I have for you this week, it's a percentage, 25%. percent okay. All right. So 25%. Does that represent, A, the percent decline in Argentina's corn production in 2023 versus 2022? Is it, B, the percent increase in China's wheat imports in 2023? Is it C, the percent decrease in dry fertilizer costs for 2023 versus 2022? Or is it D, the percent of my leg muscles that were not sore after mowing my lawn for the first time this week? <laughs> every, every year gets harder, right? <laughs> if the recovery time may, takes... It is bigger, right? It, it, Used to be about a half a day or a day I would recover. Now it's like, no, by the weekend I'll feel better. But okay, well, um, I'm gonna think that you're trying to toss me a really softball this week, and perhaps B is the right answer. But perhaps not. <laughs> no, your correct answer this is A. Yes, um, oh, I, ran, I ran across another U.S. trains ah. around the world, and it said that, uh, according to USDA, that Argentina, because of continued drought conditions and other weather-related problems, that they're projecting that in 2023, they're going to only produce 37 million metric tons of corn, which is down 25% from 2022. So, but on the bright side, uh, with that being the case, I would imagine that uh, commodity prices for corn from U.S. growers will increase as the Argentinian supply will be reduced by one quarter. So, we'll talk about a formal protest, being that it's a projection because we're still at 20. 23. <laughs> Can I protest that? <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you get off in the technicality. Here, here, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying. I, I figured you'd catch on to the pattern that the answer is going to be something that we hadn't already prayer talked about. So keep that in mind for future reference. All right. You're right. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us for this edition of Retail Week. A special thank you to our sponsor for this week's video, Winfield United, for their support. We appreciate it. Hope everyone out there has a great weekend and week, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Take care. If you have questions or comments about today's episode of Retail Week, contact us by email or Twitter, or type your message in the comment section below. Your feedback is important to us. We will try our best to address your thoughts in next week's episode, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel.